guys. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Maya Russell, and I'm with Orlando Brewing Company. We will be the featured brewery for the MTE Pint Night coming up on January 11th from 8 to 10 p.m. Orlando Brewing is Central Florida's oldest brewery, as well as one of six organic breweries in the entire country. We take a lot of pride in making beer with the best quality ingredients that you can find in North America. We'll be featuring three of our beers at the MTE Pint Night. We'll have our Blonde Ale, which is going to be a very light, approachable beer. We're going to have our Pale Ale. It's a nice, balanced Pale Ale. And my and my flagship beer, the I4 IPA. You're going to find Cascade Hops in there, which gives it a nice, interesting flavor. I look forward to seeing you all there. All right. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. We got an all-star again, DJ. What's up? Cheers. An all-star. Yeah. Another all-star. No, the all-star. The all-star. Yeah, the same one. The all-star. Yeah. My man. Ronald, what's up, bro? What's going on, fellas? How was your new year? Uh, new year was way back. I mean, I didn't do too much. I, I tried to do something, but maybe you are not too. But yeah, it wasn't easy. So I stayed home like last year. Okay, cool. That's uh, man, that's what we we don't really do anything. We uh, I went over to my sister's house. I mean, I I kind of almost just worked most of the night. <laughs> Weren't you the babysitter, Marty? I was the babysitter. Yeah, let's get real here. <laughs> Marty's sister and brother I went out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, let's make him watch the kids. <laughs> oh, that's too uh, good. Did I do good on my, no, my man, choice? I gotta get ready. Mobile tech coming up, so I was like, you know what? I'm all right. I'll keep the whole key for now. I got some coming up anyway. So. Yeah, mobile tech. Uh, mobile tech can get to be kind of fun, especially with uh, pint night. Excited about that. Should be a, should be a good one. Yep, we'll see you guys there. Definitely, definitely. For everybody else that's listening, then going to mobile tech and pre-register at. MTEPintNight.com. Make sure that you get pre-registered so that you get a uh, pint, pint glass. All right, so, hey, DJ and I were talking. Um, we were going through some different ways and some different thoughts, you know, it's the beginning of the year. What's some of the things that, you know, we thought, well, do you do that normal, you know, top things to do as a detailer for the year or whatever? We, we went straight into – because DJ watches your stuff a lot and you always comment about how great you do on your Instagram stories. And we thought, you know what, let's do a podcast for detailers. Hey, if it's a new year, what's the best way that you should market in a 2019 door hangers? Yeah. No. <laughs> Stop by every house. And every do house. Dude, just go yeah. take, take a whole week and go house yeah. to house. Man. Why not? Yeah. What's wrong with that? That's freaking a waste of time. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how – that was one of the ways that I had to do it, right? I mean, we had the internet, but really you just had websites that you went to every once in a while. There was zero social media, of course. Google was kind of bare. Like, I think I remember uh, – what were some of those other – I mean, Yahoo was kind of bigger than Google at that time. Ask Jeeves. Does anybody ever remember Ask Jeeves? Barely. Yeah, like, like barely. I was way out when I was like just not on the internet. Um, so, I mean, we didn't have near the resources that guys do today. And so I did. I, I handed out hanger cards. We put stuff in people's mailbox. I mean, it should we, have worked in the 80s, though, right? 
Yeah, cars on the windows. Every time you go through a uh, uh, a location that's got a bunch of cars, you just get out and start throwing cards in the. I think everybody's done that, right? Yeah, I used to do it when I first started. Definitely, definitely. So, so what makes you know? I want both of your guys' opinions here. What makes? Oh, hold on. I apologize. You you even asked about your selection. Tell us about the beer that you grabbed. Oh, uh, so I had a hard time trying to find some random six packs that were like I don't know, catered more towards the winter months. I'm not a big stout fan, but this look it's a rogue. It's a hazelnut brown nectar. It seems. Oh, that's good. why you liked it. You like that brown nectar. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> That's why you got Actually, it. Actually, I thought I would not like it because it had that hazelnut brown nectar, but it's really good. And I remember you saying that Rogue was a good brewery, so, hey. I don't know nothing about no brown nectar, though. You don't? Huh? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what do you think, man? It's a good beer. Uh, so, brown ales with me, I'm kind of – It's not a brown ale. It's a nectar. R right. Yeah, it's so, not a Look down at the bottom, ale with natural hazelnut flavor. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a brown ale. Okay. Yeah. Brown ale and me, I think I'm I think I'm always cursed on brown ales because the very first one that I ever tried, which is one of the most popular brown ales, is Moose Drool. Yeah, I've seen that before. Right? And I just couldn't get over the name. Like I think of Moose Drool and then you drink that. There, there's like brown ales have that weird little flavor to it that's smooth at the same time, and I just I can't do I just I, I just don't do brown ales. Start choking over the brown hazelnuts. No, over the moose drool. The moose drool. Yeah. Okay. That's me though. I don't know. You like it? That's great. Hmm. What are you drinking, Ronald? I have the uh, Corona Premier. Hmm. We've had yeah. Rigo had that on here. Yeah, yeah. We, we like that beer. It's good beer. Yeah. All right, so let's go back to it. So, DJ, why is it about Instagram that every detailer – why should detailers be on Instagram? Um, I think it's the most active platform right now. Um, it's, it's a great platform for showcasing your work, like, in the immediate. So with stories, it's almost like a, a real-time feed of, like, what you're, what you're doing, what you're going through. You can really tell – if they're called stories. I mean, you can really tell your story really quickly and really creatively um, through stories. And it's just a very interactive um, platform. I think Facebook, I mean, I don't do, we get a lot of leads from Facebook, but we don't really sit on Facebook too much whatsoever. I mean, it's, you just post and then it's pretty much it. Yeah. What about you, Ron? Why do you think it's a, a very relevant platform? Yeah. So, back a little off of what DJ um, just mentioned. Um, I think, you know, first off, it's free. You know, um, you know, people come to Instagram to be inspired, you know, and discover things that they care about and, you know, it comes content from sometimes brands and businesses, right? You can tell your story to it and you can using, you know, creative tools and little formats and, and they inspire action, you know. Um, and that's part of the thing. It's like, if I can people engaging in, in, in my work, then, you know, I can keep them coming through that door, you know, whether it's Instagram, um, like, keep them coming 
not going to slow down. <laughs> I think you, I think the, the thing that you said that strikes me is, yeah, it's free. Like, free minus unless you do some boosting and free minus, you know, your work. But right. what I don't think people understand is it's free. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. the one place that you can go and get hundreds, if not thousands of people, you know, to be able to look at your detailing artistic work. And you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, with hashtags and locations and stuff, you can reach tons of people for free. So let's start off uh, with with Ron. What give us one one pet peeve of yours when you see detailers on Instagram doing Instagram wrong? What's one of them for you? Yeah, I would say, and I would say, bashing your prospects in a sense, like when we make fun of the people that go through car washes, like, well, you think none of yeah, your customers yeah. ever go through a car wash? Mm. Like, oh, they always, always yeah. do, and so we're making fun of our own prospective customers, if not our own current customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, man. I agree. What about you, DJ? Um, I think it's pet peeve, and I've said it many times on the podcast before: is detailers marketing to other detailers. I mean. Another detailer is not going to pay you a dime for your efforts whatsoever. So that's it. It, it bothers me a lot. A lot in the early days with Facebook groups, <clears throat> you know, the guys posting on these groups like, man, are you, you're not even posting this up on your, on your Facebook business page. So how are you, why would you spend that much time and effort to show off what you can do to other detailers when you should be switching it up and, and knowing who your target market is and like posting stuff specifically that, that engages them in your local market, not your, freaking fellow details everywhere yeah i mean i could get it like why we do it we like the admiration well sure we like the oh yeah man that looks really awesome you did great work like yeah. right take that time and energy and put it towards making some money and make some money 100 percent. yeah 100%. and i'm just saying yeah 100 not 99 100 okay 92 92 <laughs> wow. um no i mean i could like i completely agree we're just trying to say, you know, that's probably why people do it. And then maybe they're just not using Instagram in the right way. Mm -hmm. And which is what, um, you know, I, I joke with DJ. DJ jokes with me that I have a, uh, uh, a business crush, so to speak, on Gary V because I do a lot of the stuff he says. Uh, I would I put down in the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> DJ. DJ's got a story crush with you on your Instagram stories. Like DJ, why? What was it about uh, Ronald's stories that drew you in so much? They're, they're never the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> like DJ stalks your stories, man. No, I don't. I will stop I'm watching. Stalking, that I, I've been on your stage and I'm like, oh, pretty good work. Pretty good. Pretty good work. He's just a mobile detailer. He's just a mobile detailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. I am. I'm just a mobile detailer. Yeah, no, I, I like a lot more of what he's done because I'm like, man, I started checking out a bunch of more. Uh, you know, kind of take some of your, like, kind of take some of your. So he did, he did uh, more than just a little bit. So I, I had to get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just like that. It's, it's never the same. It's always, it's very creative. It's always well thought out. It's, it's, it's a different, it's just super, super well thought out. And, and it's, I don't know how much time you spend doing it, 
but uh, it's just, yeah, you're really good. It's not boring and just pictures and talking. I mean, there's always, it's always creative and always different, which is why I follow you. So, so let's go step by step a little bit. Like when you start thinking about a story that you want to do, how do you do it? You know, you pull up your story button, you know, do you, do you have a process or you ring, you know, what do you do on a step-by-step basis? Yeah. So when it comes to the story, um, first of all, you know, log in, uh, well, just open up the app and get into this, open up your story. Um, the story that, that's going to go up there, it depends on the job that I, that I have uh, or the jobs. Um, and that's kind of what it is. So it, it may be just an interior, um, or tea. And then, so most of it is going to be like interior stuff. But at the end of the day, regardless of what it is, I try to put some kind of story together, uh, whether it's through a few pictures or a combination of pictures and videos. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, so you click on, let's say you're going to take a picture of an interior. Like, what exactly are you looking to take a picture of in your story? Yeah, so um, I think it winds down to a combination of things. Like, I want to get what we're doing, maybe a little bit of the tool we're using and the detailer. Um, it doesn't have to be all of the detail, but I just want some action in what I'm going to capture. Um, and how that comes about, it just depends. I kind of think of what haven't I put up there. Um, uh, so I'm like, have I done a picture of a wheel yet, but in what kind of way? Um, so I could be cleaning. And I think just everything we do has, you know, an artistic, uh, you know, backbone to it. So, um, yeah, just go in that kind of a way, you know. So yeah. we, we pulled up your current uh, story and – yeah, I mean, it, it tells, which is, I guess, why they call it a story. I mean, it, it tells a story for you to follow. You know, and you went to Kia Stinger. Um, you put a thing about we come to you and do your fleet. You give a shout-out to somebody that's um, that's that's mentioned you. I think what's unique yeah. is you always have um, certain words that, you know, and, and the way that you write stuff up at the top, and you've got stuff that's in one color and then maybe something in another color. Um, but so, I mean, yeah, when you, when you do that, so how, how does somebody like, let's say right here where you've got, uh, this picture of, you know, to detail your fleet and you've got a picture of, of a really nice blue car and, um, up at the top says, we come to you. So how do you do that? You, you click, you click on, um, the home button, you go up to place to write a story let's walk us through the step-by-step basis okay yeah so you go to um so you go to the camera there up at the top left you're on the home um, screen and then once you you're in that one you can take the picture sometimes right there with that picture you can add in any words that that i want right there and, and put into the story right away but sometimes I'm not sure what I want to add as far as words. So I'll take the pictures and I'll get back to it later where my mind is a little bit fresh um, and then add some of those things. Um, but it'll be in some kind of a story. So I may have gotten a video too much. Um, I just sometimes don't do it right. But you can go right there and yeah, you can take the picture. 
Right. Okay. So walk us through. I took a picture of DJ. He showed me this the other day. It's pretty cool. I write on there. DJ's the best. There's different fonts now that you can do. So yeah. when yeah. We, we start typing in DJ's the best, roll it through with us, right. DJ. So. Yeah. So at the top, you got different fonts. You got classic, modern, neon, typewriter, strong, you know, different fonts. It really just depends on what you're feeling, you know. I might you do you mix it a lot, mix it up a lot within the same story, um, and I do the same thing. And you can make it different colors. You can um, you can put make it bold to where the color is across the whole entire word. Um, yeah, so there's it's always yeah. there's enough features on here where you can keep it very creative. Um, yeah, you know, on, on a on a regular basis. Exactly. So. It, it, Yeah, so that in a, a, a part of my like pet peeve too is detailed marketing and detailed one. Here you, you can go on here and you can put your location. So anyone in the Tulsa area that searches the in the Tulsa area is going to see uh, <clears throat> my story. You can even do the hashtag. There's time. You can put music. There's a countdown, questions. Yeah, so how do you do the music? I haven't done music yet. Uh, music is – It's got to be long. See, mine doesn't show up like that. Uh, I don't know, because at one, at one point it was only on my personal Instagram page, but now it looks like we can do it on the Pines page. So, yeah, you just – same thing. Click the little square up there. But, I mean, it's got to be linked with something, right? Uh, no. These are all – it has all these songs, all kind of genres, moods. So it's not part of your Apple? Nope. Okay. It's part of the Instagram, yeah. Part of the Instagram. Okay. Because I see a lot of people do do music, and I just I haven't. When you do it. music, you can't if you're talking on if you're if it's a right, you can't yeah. hear your audio at all. So um, now, Ron, this is what's really cool about yours. How did you do the swipe up to book an appointment? That to me, Ron, that is the best function feature that Instagram has ever came up with. Yeah, like that's amazing. Like you go through and you you even on the ones we just looked at, like. You've got different ones that you're talking about. You are here, and then you're, and then it's like swipe up to book an appointment. So tell us how you did that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm always in there. So just one day, I looked at the top of the screen, and I just saw a new icon, and I'm like, "What's this?" It was like two, like twinks. So I, I clicked it, and it brought me to what was. Uh, like another screen, but it's just linked to my website pretty much. And then I just had to click one button to say add it to the story or done. Okay, what it was. Um, so I'm like, oh, wait a second. So right there, I discovered that that's what it does. And I'm like, oh, neat. So I'll use that going forward. And I kind of have, yeah. So yeah. So, I mean, it took time for you to, like, you spend time researching, messing around, like, figuring out what works and doesn't work. Yeah, instead of whereas a lot of people might use social for, um, you know, strictly just for entertainment, you're actually spending time on there working. Correct. How much time do you think you put in, you know, with work and research and stuff versus on there, you know, doing entertainment? Um, let's see. I mean, um, I kind of check it in. I check on it. Morning, you know, I kind of throw up the day to be honest. And if I'm creating a story, it doesn't take too too much time. I would say, I mean, I can do it within minutes. 
and I've gotten better with that, um, with what I want up there, you know, depending on the day, um, if you're going to be content with the job. So it's already just in my mind, day in, day out, I'm thinking about uh, just the business and then the part of it. Um, and this is the slowest season, so, you know, I can't, you know, the time spent on there will be higher now than as opposed to other months of the year. Um, so it's kind of one way to, you know, get through one of the winter. Uh, you know, while still staying, um, you know, efficient or working in the business, you know, doing things business related. Yeah. Well, you definitely put in the work. I mean, yeah. like I said, DJ's got a man crush on uh, oh, a man, man story. It's actually an admiration to his hard work on Instagram. <laughs> <clears throat> well, cool, man. Hey, uh, would love for you. Any last thoughts you want to share? Uh, any encouragement to guys that are trying to build their Instagram? Uh, what ways that they could do it? Any uh, tidbits of information you want to leave them? Uh, yes, as long as it's free, take a <laughs> you know, um, you know, use a story and use the pictures, get content up there. I know it can be tough, especially if you're just a one-man team, but um, it's, it's just another way. You, can, um, you know, if you're going to have a business page, I have both a personal and a business because I just want to have them separated. Um, do that as well. I encourage that because people will be able to declare what they want to see. Cool, man. That's awesome. Hey, so give us your uh, give us your review. Give us a rating on the on the beer you're drinking. What do you like about it? Uh, this is the perfect beer. Uh, I have to give it a, a five. <laughs> I, I would think so. This is the perfect beer. <laughs> what do you like about it? Why is it perfect? I thought when they when we had it, I thought it changed the flavor of the Corona just a little bit. Like to me, it didn't taste like a regular Corona. Cool, man. DJ, what do you think on this uh, this rogue hazelnut? Um, <clears throat> I'll give it a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go one and a half. <laughs> You're just saying that. No, I don't like – I just don't like brown ales. Hey, whatever. Yeah, it's because they're brown. Yeah, I know. That's I know. fine. I don't like them. You don't like browns. Nope. Especially not neutral. That's right. And I don't like your brown nectar. Hey, this is what it is, man. Definitely. I hey, look forward to seeing you next week, man. Yeah. Hey, Ronald, give everybody your social media handle so they got any questions. Plus, that way when they hear this podcast, they can now stalk you along with DJ. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have stories up whenever they go on, too. Do you, never, do you yeah. ever not have stories up? Do I not? Yeah, do you ever not have stories up? The days you're just like, you know what, not today. Uh, yeah, I think there's more days that I do have stories up. Yeah, that's what I think. So, for whoever
we're on Twitter, uh, same handle. Um, I don't do as much activity on there, but uh, yeah. And our website, www.allstarmobiletail.com. Cool. Well, definitely, man. We look forward to seeing you next week at Mobile Tech Expo. Well, we had a great time with you over at SEMA, so looking forward to it, man. All right, man. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for all that you're doing for the uh, industry. I mean, when you step up like that and you showcase the way things should be done, it just helps everybody else. So, man, nicely done. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Have a great night. See ya. Hey, DJ. Hey, Marshall. Guess what? What? Hey, we got a round two. Round two. Round two. We now have Josh from Rad Auto Detailing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hello, so, everybody. welcome, man. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Thanks for having me. What's cracking, man? How was the new year? It was good, man. It was real low key. Uh, did a nice dinner. Had a couple beers and then called it a night. Real relaxing. How about you guys? Well, I played babysitter. <laughs> Marty got Marty had to babysit because his sister and brother went out and took advantage of old Marshall. What'd you do, Mister? Uh, oh yeah, Mr. Hung Wild out. Just hung out. Yeah. Anyways, uh. <laughs> <laughs> moving right along. Moving here. right along. <laughs> I hung out too late. Uh, hey, so Josh, we're talking. We had you on because uh, I really like the way you do your Instagram. And so we're talking instead of for detailers, um, you know, the thing to do to start your new year. We're like, you know what? What would be the most practical thing? And it would be like straight on knowledge on how to do the most practical marketing. And right. every detailer should be on Instagram marketing. Um, we talked a, a little bit ago with. Uh, with Ronald from uh, All Star, and he does really great job on his stories. He really lays them out nice, and he's got really great flow to them. You spend a lot of time, and um, you actually will even pay people to come out and take photos for you. And, and we'll get into that, but but give us a little bit of background real quick. Yeah, I know you've been on before, but give some people some background about who you are and what your business is. Sounds good. All right, so. Uh, yeah, my name is Josh. I own Rad Detailing in Edmond. Uh, I also own part of a mobile company called RBR Auto Care. Uh, left my job in March and loved it ever since. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, you drinking beer tonight? Yes, uh, I got Iron Monk Chocolate Habanero Stout. Ooh, interesting yeah. choice. Can you taste the habanero? Like, is it? Yes. Oh yeah. So you it's. Not, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Other than it was probably taste like chocolate habaneros, but that's a weird combination, though. Right, but those are the fun ones we need to be trying. I was looking that's, for one, yeah. and I, I failed. Obviously, you ripped my rogue apart. Your brown nut. I thought you were like, well, man, good, good choice, man. You picked something different. I was glad that you did. It just, I don't you know. Like what I wanted to go with what the same items of winter wheat. Oh, again. Oh, again. It's like so. <laughs> it's it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, you know tried what? something different. Next time, don't send me to the store. No way. No, I'm not doing it. Actually, the good ones. That, you really got offended. I just said, hey, out, we should try something crazy like that. The and you got offended ones, about the it. The outside of the box ones were not cold and refrigerated. Mm, right. But there were some good ones. I'm like, you know what? I don't, we don't have time to 
Right. Chill. We could have set them outside, though. They would have been cold in about 10 minutes. I think this one is a – well, like, you picked a good one on this one? I, I like this. You don't do stouts? One for one. I don't. It's interesting. He picked a stout, and you picked a stout. Yeah, I don't do Cream it. stout, the Sam Adams cream stout? it's not, like, super, super stouty, though. No. It's not the stout that I can't like that thick. I can't do it. Yeah. But now yeah. wintertime's a perfect time to do it. Not thick like that. The stouts are good in the winter. <laughs> hey, thick is good in the winter, though. It's true. That's, yep. Those are the ones that like to cuddle, huh? That's right. Why <laughs> stay fat all year long? <laughs> Your wife loves you. Mm-hmm. That's too funny. So can you taste the chocolate? Is the, is the habanero too overpowering, or what is it, what's the flavor like? Yeah. So the habanero is overpowering. I mean, it's real smooth. Uh, you can't really taste the habanero at first. It's really on the back end when you taste it. They can on the back end, man. It's not like spicy, and you can definitely taste the pepper in it at the end. It's good though. It is good or it's not good because you're not really you're not really selling it that it's really that good. Yeah, I probably won't get it based on the conversation so far. So I'm not like overly impressed by it. I probably wouldn't go. I wouldn't drink more than a four pack here and there. I don't know if it's seasonal or not. I've never seen it before, but it's good. It's drinkable. Um, it doesn't. It's not too strong. It's not too thick or too light. It's got a good flavor. I just don't know how to go out of my way to get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Ninety-two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Josh, tell us why do you market on Instagram? So I think at first I just like I at first it started on Facebook and I was kind of against Instagram and then you know like we always talk about I was the Gary Vaynerchuk and he was saying all this stuff about Instagram so I got one and it didn't go well um, at first like my first couple posts um, so I kind of got off and went back to Facebook and I really started learning more about Instagram and I've stuck with it because it's easier to use for me and I can post it two places at once. Um, and that just comes up speed, saves me time, uh, allows me to do more stuff throughout the day. Okay, cool. What do you think, um, you would say, what's your pet peeve? Like when you see other detailers on Instagram, like what do you think that it drives you crazy that detailers shouldn't do? The biggest thing that gets on, like on my nerves about what other people do on Instagram, specifically detailers and detailers, and I've talked about this with my photographer, is like, so last week I, I posted a challenger picture, and I had one person comment that, like, we reinstalled the license plate maybe like a quarter of an inch off. So hopping on the other detailers' pages and then, like, critiquing more or calling out, like, different things. Who has the time to do that? Oh, dude, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> well, you're a supplier, though, but doesn't matter like it's still like i still go why exactly like who takes the time to go onto somebody else's page and belittle the work that they did what in the yeah, world that's, that's probably the most frustrating one we had uh, i had a post on detailers then um it got like 40 i think it's like forty-five thousand views on the post and if like i the way i did the post was with you know like vortex dry guns and I didn't vacuum the carpet before because I did the video in slow-mo and I was trying to show like how dramatic it was blowing all that stuff out of somebody's car. And you should just read the comments because it's everything like this guy has no idea how to detail. You should always vacuum the car first. I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh. And then the very last comment was, 
uh, some guy said, don't you think that he did it for like dramatic effect? And I was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but that's, yeah, man. I mean, like, it's just a video of somebody blowing stuff out of the car. Like, there's so many negative things that people can say. It's, it's just it's crazy. You didn't blow it right, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. See, that would have been my comment on there. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but I say that to you sometimes when we're doing something. I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, like, I can't <laughs> do it like that because somebody's going to leave some crazy comment. Like, yeah. It, like, I kind of restructure some things sometimes just because I don't want to deal with the. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You clean up the mess behind the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. In the same boat. DJ, what about you? What's another pet peeve of yours? Another one opposed to what I. Uh, oh. Uh, so there's certain detailers out there that, like, and some do a really good job at it, but some do a horrible job is mixing their business and personal together. Like Marty with you, like it's, it's, it's not a, it's not too far personal. Like it's, it's good to have that in there too. It kind of ties in, it kind of gives people your story and like, you know, a little bit of a glimpse of your life. But some guys post like the most ridiculous things like out partying or like, I don't know, just, or political statements or uh, like social statements. Yeah. That, yeah. More just like, yeah okay yeah those two it's just like that's not a really good representation of, of your business at all like who wants to trust their i don't know any car with you because you it's just not very professional at all so like there's nothing wrong with what you what people do you know in their personal life but at least separate your separate your business profile from your from your business for personal because it's just i, I don't know it's just really trashy in my eyes honestly I, it just really bugs me, and it's not even my page. It's just like, dude, how, are you really getting business like from your Instagram? Based like, there's no way people are giving their cards to you. Yeah, so, just seriously, like if yeah. I was watching you, like I would never leave my car with you. But that, I don't know, that's just a pet peeve. So, so I would say my other one for me. Or were you going to say something, Josh? Sorry. I was just saying that was a good one. I've seen that before too. Go team! Cheers. Hey. Um. So for me, I would say the next one for me is when they take detailers will take the same photo over and over of the car. Like it's it's the car sitting there and it's just a same different angle. it's the same angle, different, different car. <laughs> like and they take the exact it's almost like like when you go on and shop for a car and the dealership detailers have Perfect to take the, like they're great photographers for that. Like they're showing the car but I don't know, like maybe it works because guys keep doing it over and over, but I would think that yeah, no one company that does it all the for years been doing the same thing. I'm like, yeah. there's no way how uh, yeah, there's no way. But it kills me. So Josh, I mean, so why did you decide to hire out and bring professional photographers in? Because to me that's very unique for detailers. Uh, yeah, I think uh, so the way I this photographer that I use now actually like approach me and so the whole thing got started where he asked me like if I want to borrow some work you know I'd wash his car for him or talk about just a hand wash nothing fancy and he's like I'll take pictures of you and then you can post them on your Instagram and so I was like well let's try it out and see how it goes because um, I, I know I don't have that creative eye uh, so sometimes I feel like that's what my case lacks is kind of that creative eye and the, the editing afterwards really kind of give it 
you know, a better pop and a more aesthetically pleasing picture. Um, and then so this guy came out, we did the shoot, I really liked his picture, so I asked him how much, and, you know, it turned out it was incredibly affordable for me. Um, I don't know that I'd hire, like, a full company to come do it, but then I started messaging with all these other photographers, and the amount of work it takes off my shoulders that's make them out professionally shoot pictures for me, edit them, and get them to me the same day. Uh, same day, huh? Content. You got a photographer that'll do it same day. Same day. They'll that's edit it the, there on site, and then they'll airdrop it straight to my phone before he leaves. Okay, like, that's awesome. Because some photographers are like week out. It's like, man, come on, I need yep. this like yesterday. No, that's yeah, awesome. It, you know, sometimes it goes over two months. And you don't quite get what you want. <laughs> uh, no comment. No comment. Huh? recommend a detailer in St. Louis or California or wherever, some other city find photography? Like, how would you recommend they go about doing that? Like, how did you do it? Um, so, if, if this guy didn't reach out to me, the way I do it is I'd look at, like, you know, I mean, we're in Edmond, Oklahoma, and so I'd search the hashtag or the geolocation of Edmond, and I'd look for some professional-looking pictures, and then I would find you know, somebody who does photography is local based off those pictures. And I, you know, like they got a really good car shot and I DM them. Um, you know, I just, I shoot them a DM and just ask them if they're available to meet or if they'd be interested in trading a wash for some photos or something, you know, I mean, they, odds are they've got a decent car if they're into the car scene. Um, if not, they probably know somebody. And I mean, we talk about giving away a wash for, you know, 20 or 30 pieces of content. That's huge. That's a lot. You know, that's a, that's a really good trade in my opinion. Um, oh, completely, yeah. Right completely agree. And DJ, you noticed what he didn't say? I did not notice. You, you didn't. He didn't say he went to Google and typed in photographer in oh, absolutely Edmund. not. Right? But that's no. the transitions. Uh -huh. A year ago, two years, like, you would have gone to Google to find that photographer. Mm -hmm. Now, the way Instagram has grown so much – even as a detailer to find a photographer, he used Instagram to find that photographer. And I think I say that just to beat home the point that we're, I think we're trying to make here with this episode is this is the transition. Instagram has become the platform for detailers to use and many other people around your area to find a service or find a, um, uh, an artist, mm -hmm. I guess, or anything that they want. They could go and search local hashtags. They can go on Instagram and find it a lot easier and quicker than going to Google and trying to go search for a website. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram's yeah. a great portfolio, especially for anything visual at all. Instagram's going to be your best bet. So, yeah, I don't blame it all. Yeah. And I think the other thing about Instagram, too, is like when I go to Google, you know, you can pay to be the sponsor in the top spot. Uh, but then I still have to click on the link. 
not going to go to your website to see your work, find out it doesn't work, then I gotta go back and do it all over again until I find something to look for. When I, you know, when I search like my city, I can look through hundreds and hundreds of pictures, you know, in minutes and just scroll through these. And then when I see something that, you know, fits what I'm looking for, I can just click straight on that and then DM somebody. Um, to me, it's, it's just a lot faster. Um, and nobody's paying to be at the top of my feed. So, yeah. when you search it, I like it. So you guys tell me each, what hashtags do you like to use? Why should somebody use a similar hashtag? Or what are some what are some exact hashtags that guys from different parts of the country should use? Besides detailers of Instagram. I mean, that should be number one still, right? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I use quite often, actually. I mean, it's definitely, uh, definitely a good one. Um, well, you just told detailers not to market to other detailers. Uh, no, I'm... <laughs> I use it for the podcast. There you go. I my, was just okay. I'm just saying. I just had to go after. It. <laughs> so I, I, you I, use I, that I, one. We do. We yeah. use it for the podcast. And we use it for my, then you use it for your own personal topics. Yeah. Oh, for my Instagram page, you will not see me using that. There you go. Whatsoever. There you go. There you I'll go. be using local to hashtags like Tulsa, or I might even use like uh, the hashtag of a, a make of a car or model of a car, just just because just to get some kind of exposure. Um, but no, typically it's a, it's a local hashtag like the BOK center series. So I might hashtag BOK center just because it's, it's a frequently used hashtag. Yeah. So what about you, Josh? Um, so I save all mine in my notes and I just, I use the same like core tags for every post and then we just add on as, you know, whatever it's specific to what I'm doing or vehicle specific afterwards. But I mean, I added my own for rad details and rad detailing and then all the local stuff. Um, I've plugged more into the car scene, so I've got cars from Oklahoma on there, OKC cars. And then I always tag ceramic coatings and big broad ones. Um, the other ones are to get more narrow and specific to a, a certain audience based on what the picture is. Yeah, so that's interesting. If somebody wants to go market to car clubs or, um, you know, car fanatics uh, that, you know, like what you're saying – that's a perfect way of doing it. You don't have to go meet them at their location. You don't have to go try and go to their events. Find out what hashtags these guys are using for their car clubs and and piggyback that hashtag. Yep, exactly. And I mean, some of these, you know, some of these like cars from Oklahoma only has a hundred something posts on it. Last time I looked, and I'm like forty of them. You know, so if somebody ever looks at that, I mean, that's that's what they're going to see is my content, you know, other people that tag that, you know, it's just going to keep linking people there and eventually they'll get to be big ones down the road. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's go through when you go to pick, what's your top three things that you do? Um, like when you're going through and you're going to do a post on Instagram, what's the things, the number one things that you do when you're going to go post on Instagram? Like prior to posting, like how do I go about thinking of an idea to post? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. And then actually putting that post onto Instagram. What are the things that you do? So I do all my, uh, like I do all my prep um, early in the morning. So I get to work about like two hours early and I plan out my posts for all the day. And then what am I trying to drive into my business? So the first thing is like, 
am I trying to get ceramic coating jobs in? Am I trying to get, you know, YWAX jobs in or details or what, what am I trying to push? You know, I got to have a plan behind my, my post. Um, and then I'll just, I'll put together everything and save it. And then that way I can post it throughout the day as I need to without stopping again. But I look at what does my business need? Uh, what's been responding well in the community? Um, you know, are people liking videos? Is this, you know, I don't want to get caught like everything's a before and after picture. I like to try and have some love of mine, um, you know, or show just different things. Um, so then I go through, once I figure out what I'm posting, I'll take all my pictures that I've got of that, and I, you know, I categorize them, and I'll put together a post. I'll think of a nice caption. I try not to be too salesy in my post. You know, it's more about, like, what do you want, or how do you want your vehicle to look, or this is what we can get for you. Um, not granting pricing and packages down people's throats. Um, and then the next thing I do is I look at, you know, when is that going to hit? What are my, my insights for that time of day? Um, and then I just get ready for the DMs and the comments and get ready to respond. All right. DJ, what about you? Like when you, you got your posts for those days, like what are the top things that you do to make sure that you get your posts the way you want them? Uh, when we're on, we will do Sunday evenings. We'll sit and write posts for the whole entire week. So it's very well thought out and strategic. So you, so you post stuff that you did the previous week. I mean, it could be a picture that we found from a year ago. It's just based on what message we're trying to get across. So we have a whole, like a whole library full of photos and we'll go through and pick a photo that's relevant to the post we're trying to get across. And we'll sit and we'll, like I said, when we're on, you go look at our page. Now we haven't posted. And, you know, we're, we're kind of sporadic right now. We've kind of been in limbo with the holidays. But we'll sit on the Sunday night and write out posts for the whole entire week and then just schedule them and go out. And then my job in the field is just to post stories, you know, um, just as I feel, as I see fit. But really, I mean, yeah, that's. Okay, so do you use, both of you have said that you basically kind of pre-make your posts. Do either one of you use a program or another app for that, or do you just do the where you kind of save it as a draft in Instagram? That's how I do it is save it as a draft in Instagram, and then that way it's, it's ready to go. I've got everybody tagged and everything. All I need to do is plug in my hashtags, which based on what I'm posting, I've already got all my hashtags saved and plotted out in my notes for like a ceramic coating job and wash and the detail and all that. Okay, and then you just copy and paste it? Post it and then copy paste that in the comments as soon as it posts and you know, we're off. And how many drafts can you save, you know, when you're working doing your kind of pre pre stuff? How many of them can you save? I don't I don't know if there is a limit. I've never exceeded five. Um, you know, I mean five posts a day is, is quite a bit. I think the hard part's teetering on when are you putting out too much content, you know, and then not enough, you know, not enough. I think that's for like for me that's a thin line because I only am on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I probably need to go on some other platforms, but you know, if I if I post ten times a day, I might start losing some followers, or people might think it's spammy. So. Yeah, I guess it depends on how much value you're bringing. But ten right. ten is a lot. Uh, Posts in a day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stories is not a joke. No, Posts stories isn't sure. a good. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I find I'm. I'm the same way. There's some days, I mean, I'm on it. I'm, I'm, oh, I, I don't, yeah, <laughs> on it. Um, I don't ever really do a good job at 
at saving them as drafts. I just, I'll generally think about throughout the day, what do I need to do? Find a, you know, something that I've done or somebody else has done, but you know, it's a little different for me being a, a product supplier. Um, we want to kind of share the story of the product and what it's doing for the detailers. You're wanting to share the post and the story of what your service is doing for your customers. Let's talk about that for a second, because I think one of the things we haven't said, but I think one thing that, that detailers might do, I wouldn't say it's wrong, but that maybe they could adapt it a little bit and increase their amount of awareness if, if they didn't just do show and tell, but they actually gave some education behind why they were doing, for instance, if you've got an interior to clean, instead of just showing the before and after, like you mentioned, Josh, you know, not always just doing before and afters or, or not just showing a picture of this carpet stain or how nasty this car was, but actually talk about, you know, hey, this lady has a minivan with three kids and, you know, she, her kids, you know, spilled this and this and we were able to get it cleaned up with this process. What do you guys think about that as as far as, far as a, a marketing process versus just taking posts and talking about how great you are? Educational. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does education sell versus just show and tell? Because uh, you're really giving the uh, backstory to why and how you, you did it. So there's a stain like, I don't know, a protein stain. You could say, you know, we – we know the difference between different carpet cleaners to remove different types of stains in vehicles. You're really just building yourself as the, as the expert in whatever area that that is by giving the education behind it. Um, I think it really just gives you a lot of credibility and that you have to know what the heck you're doing versus look at me, I can make this look like this. And how'd you do it? You snapped your fingers and it was magic. No, this is why, this is how the stain got here. This is what, what we used to, to remove it and this is how you can prevent it in the future. And I think any time that you get a customer that calls you and says, oh, my gosh, my daughter just built mm -hmm. her, you know, da, da, da. I think that's the things that they should say. You yep. should put it into the video or put it into the description and say, this customer's daughter just built this, right? It yep. puts your prospective customer in that situation and go, oh, when their daughter or son spills something, win. It, yeah, that's yeah, not even win. Like that might spark. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing Detail so and so, or yeah, or yeah. whoever. I remember seeing this detailer mm -hmm. had the same situation, and he made it look brand new. Like, but if you just had posted a picture before and after, nobody no. knew that. Like, so you got to put them into the. It, the that's part of sales and marketing is, is is meeting that need for the customer. But sometimes you have to let that customer know. Hey, this was the need that was had, and this is how I met it, and it kind of brings the two together. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. So I started a segment like four weeks ago on my story where we do ask a detailer in like in the Instagram story, and that has driven quite a bit of business and interaction and engagement to my page, um, where. It's literally like I'll answer any question. You know, so we'll how to get stain out, I'll recommend products, process, all that. Uh, we had that. Uh, actually, we did the detailer's Christmas party. Things when you guys did it, uh, I had a customer go with a BMW that they couldn't understand why they still had this odor, and they took it somewhere and it got cleaned. And so I went through explaining it to them, and then in my post explained like, "Hey, this customer came in still having a smell. We were able to 
remove the seat from the car and identify that there was still leftover residue from you know what was in there that wasn't clean. This is why you have an odor. Uh, for them, I mean, we've done two cars for them since. Uh, I, I think the educational part's huge. Uh, but I think there's definitely a line where, as detailers, we like to get really technical. And like personally, I kind of geek out when we get into the technical part of it. So providing the most value through like a good description of what's happening, uh, I think is the best way to do it. Cool. So w- would you say if, if we all picked like a number one thing, whether detailers didn't hear anything else we, we said, is one thing that we recommend that they do on their Instagram for 2019? I think educational posts are, I mean, honestly, you're putting a post up anyway, you might as well make it educational. I mean, and give some, some, um, some brains behind why it is you did what you did and how you got there and what can prevent it in the future just to give, I mean, that's really what's going to sell it, right? I mean, not just the whatever's are great, but just that knowledge behind it, knowing that you as a detour know what you're doing and why and how and, you know, what, that's, that's, that's key. Yeah, I, I agree. So I, I think, um, like when I see the before and after pictures, then I like I can clearly see what's going on in a picture, and then I feel like a lot of people put in the comment, you know, as their as their caption, before and after, you know, like like people get it. That's that's your time to you can show the before and after, but then mm-hmm. the comment is to definitely explain the process of how you got that, and you know, people will get, hey, that's a clean car before, and it's a dirty car after. Even like Marty said. Just tell yeah, a story, too. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. Josh, tell everybody uh, what you think of your beer. Give us a rating, one to five. Did you I finish it? I finished four. Oh. Uh, I finished three of them. Four three out of four. He's, he might be one of your... Oh, is he going to Mobile Tech? Is that... <laughs> I don't know, Josh. Did you decide if you're going to make it to Mobile Tech or not? Man. You, you can, you can hang tough. with me, man. I like that three in a podcast. It's great. <laughs> so my uh, my my son's birthday is the day after. Yeah. My mom actually booked a flight out here the day for that Friday. Yeah. Uh, so I don't this year. I don't think I'm gonna make it, uh, but definitely next year for SEMA and then MTE. Yeah. My my kid's birthday. So my son's birthday falls around MTE every year, and my daughter's birthday falls around uh, SEMA every year. So the past few years have been my flight schedule has been pretty screwy. But last year I missed the whole entire MTE. I went just for the IDA board meeting and had to come back, and they had a blast. So I was pretty down about that. But <clears throat> my son's birthday, so no big deal. But, yeah, I totally get it, man. I can relate. Yeah. I'd love to go. Yeah, family I've first, been, I've though. Been, I've been a Gary fan forever, and I, I haven't Who? ever been to MTV. <laughs> so, I mean, those I think, are I think Marty's actually going to see Gary V while he's down in Orlando. Mm-hmm. After after Orlando, yeah. So you guys would have had him. Yeah, that would have been a nice. I, I tried to get him to. Yeah, he can go to that though. Yeah, he could, but he, he chickened I, out. He chickened out. Yeah, he passed. He's gonna let you to post all the stories. <laughs> Make sure you oh, hashtag. Yeah. I'll just live vicariously. There you go. There you go. Well, Josh, tell us. Uh, tell us your your handle, social media. How does somebody get a hold of you if they got any questions? Yep, they can. Uh, they can get a hold of me at uh, my Instagram is Brad Detailing Edmund. Um, there's underscores between each one of those words, um, and then Facebook is Rad Detailing LLC. So IG Rad R A D underscore Detailing underscore Edmund. Okay, Rad underscore Detailing underscore Edmund. Cool. 
Yes. DJ, Marshall. how do you uh, how do you rate the beer? Um, I'll give it a three and a half. Again. Oh. <laughs> the last one was a three and a half. That's a three and a half too. Uh I I'm gonna go three. I might even yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna go the last three. Last one's better. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I don't I don't mind. I like stouts. I think we probably grab a couple different stouts. Uh, that left hand. You've got to try oh, that yeah, left hand no, nitro it. stout. It. Oh so yeah, good. it's so oh, good. That was good. You know what? Mm -hmm. That's okay. Hey man, Maybe you picked time. one. It's all right. I picked two. You picked two. Yeah. I'm just saying you picked one stout, like one for one. Yeah. We'll we'll go next next time. We got a different one. Cool man. Yeah. Hey Marshall. Hey, what? Where can they find you at? They can find <laughs> at Total Auto Solutions. <laughs> what about you, DJ? Uh, they can find me uh, at DJ Patterson. On Instagram. It's all that matters right now. Instagram. Well, since that's the podcast. That is the podcast. Don't find me on anywhere else. Yeah. Absolutely not. I won't respond. No, will not. I'll message you back on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Hey, Josh, I appreciate your time, bro. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, man. See you guys. All right, man. Have a great night. All right. You too. We'll talk to you later. See you.